The following is a series of candid conversations. The content is intended for informational purposes only and is not a substitute for seeking help from a mental health care professional. To learn more info regarding additional disclaimers, privacy policies, and terms and conditions, please visit HelloDrTammy.com. Bonjour, hello, this is Dr. Tammy, your host of Psychologists Say, a podcast where we create conversations about everyday life from a clinical psychologist perspective. I'm joined today by my producer, Rob Jolly, and we'll be talking about first impressions and how important are they? I would definitely say very. They are vital, yet not for the reason that you may think. Let's get started with this conversation. So the, the, the first impressions, so human beings were built to size each other up very quickly. And they're influenced by so many things, the way our faces shape, the way the tone of our voice and our attractiveness and, and even emotionally how we're just, we're presenting ourselves to others. And so that when we get these immediate reactions, which the research psychologists say it's about seven seconds. So that is quick to form an impression about somebody. And then those impressions, we hold on to them. We're, we get attached to them, even if there's like evidence that, that, uh, that contradicts what we're thinking. Like we're attached to our own, um, perceptions and our own ideas. And we generate them about others really quick. And a lot of times it seems like it's more on like superficial, uh, characteristics. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Like the, just that when, whenever you meet somebody, it's always the first thing they'll remember forever. Right. Depending on it, like it'll affect the outcome in a certain, in the way, like, you know, I really like that person and it ended this way, you know? Like, right. Mm. And then, so that leads us to looking at people, you know, whether we know that or not, I think we, I think we, we've heard that, you know, we know that first impressions matter or, um, but now I'm thinking like this really heightens the stress of that, you know, first meeting, but to think about, um, then there's this thing called impress impression management. So even in those first moments, we may be very like aware that we're trying to present in a, in a, a way that is likable, uh, whether we're conscious or, or not. So I think that we're all under the, the pressure of this first moment that we're meeting somebody and, and now, you know, like really thinking they're honing in and they're sticking to their ideas about us. And we don't have much time to change that. It's so, hard to break. Uh, it's hard to break that first impression. You know, like we all have well intentions of like being the best person that we can be. But in that moment, there's like so many factors, you know, you might not do well in stressful situations or challenging situations and come off as a mess. You know, you're trying to, you're, you're, you built it up so much and you're like, hi, my name is, uh, blob sandwich. And you're like, wow, hello, blob sandwich. Nice to meet you. <laughs> well, I think that, and that shows the free, you know, our body's response that it, it, it's almost like the fight or flight or freeze of having intense anxiety that that's our, our body's reaction. And, so if, if we freeze like that and we're unable and under a first impression type of moment to remember our name, that, that, sh- that's a sign of, Oh boy, that's how threatening this feels, uh, to, to have this interaction that 
that maybe that we're, we're under the, the pressure of how do I, how do I do this just right? Because I only have so long. And I think even us like knowing this data now and that what psychologists say about people, you don't, you don't have a whole lot of chance to like go in and change that first impression because people were stubborn. I mean, we, I think we rely and we trust our ourselves so much that then we're attached to these opinions that we make. And I think that's the challenging thing in, in the world today is, is how do I, um, how do I be genuine and yet still try to, um, accept and work under pressure without totally letting my anxiety take over on me where my first impression to somebody is totally, uh, backwards than the way I, genuinely present do you ever deal with uh test anxiety you know when you prepare so much for a test you know you've got all the answers but mm-hmm. then you when you get the paper you flip it over and you look at it and everything that you study for just goes right out the door that's, and that's that uh that's that goes right back this is like i guess what what i, what I hear you saying is something that we would call like a performance anxiety and it can be very specific to test taking or being um in in a in a performance situation where you you have to rise up and you have to um do what you're you're able to do show your your knowledge what you with everything that you're doing you know that you're going to be graded judged critiqued and so a lot of people can let that anxiety just totally come in. And then that free state is what I kind of hear when you, you, everything goes blank. It doesn't mean you weren't confident or that you didn't prepare. It's that the, the brain and the body are saying, this is threatening. <laughs> this, the outcome of this is, is, is resulting in, uh, me having a lot of fear about my, uh, ability to, to either succeed or fail. Right. And then you have like this one chance to make your working relationship with everything matter. And, you know, you have to build up certain things when you're going into these situations, Mm because, you know, if you're going to be successful in your career, you're going to come into a lot of situations where you're meeting new people all the time and it's unavoidable. And for some people, you know, you kind of avoid that conflict. Some people may be able to go their entire life without having to deal with that initial contact. But, you know, when you're in business, you're, you have to shake hands with a lot of people and be in situations and, you know, brokering deals or, um, you know, finding guests and talking to new people. And, you know, you, you, you got to think of tools or, you know, create tools and how you deal with these situations. You know, you're like, you know, like, ah, I might forget my, forget their name or I might forget to shake their hands, you know? (laughs) And like, I think that's something probably what I, what I hear more commonly is that under those situations, we, we forget their, especially if we've met them before. mm -hmm. Um, so this is the second time, maybe the third time. And we know that, Oh gosh, if I forget their name, what are they going to think about me? That impression. And it, that creates a sense of anxiety where, where it's almost like you, you can't even search for the name. You're, you're blank. And, um, this is something where it's, it's almost like I know the name. I can almost see it, but I, I can't, my, I can't articulate it. The word's not there. 
and it can, the body then starts to get kind of anxious and avoidant of even of, of trying to maybe kind of get out of the situation because it feels uncomfortable. And I think that even goes back to like this, when we're talking about this first impression, uh, and then we, maybe you nailed that first impression, you know, you, you had a solid seven seconds with somebody and then you're, you're feeling confident and you run into them again and you can't remember their name. And so, especially if in a, in a working relationships or you're trying to, you know, connect or network or, um, show somebody that you're genuine and you valued that, that time and they remember your name, then you're in under another level of heightened stress and feeling like performance is tough because I can't think of their name. And then that internal voice that we may tell ourselves is, what's wrong with me? Oh, you know, this, this, I may look like um, somebody who just doesn't care. I wasn't invested. What are they thinking of me? You know, and so often that's what we do as, as human beings. We kind of uh, mentally beat ourselves up in that moment. Yeah, you know, you, the consequence, it really does feel like they're going to snatch you up and throw you in social jail. Like, look, <laughs> you're coming with us. You know, like, I just forgot his name. And like, and all you really have to do in those situations is literally, I'm sorry, I forgot your name. Can you please remind me? You know, and often than not, people are going to, be forgiving and be like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, we, like you said, we've only met and that seven seconds mm-hmm. is all you can retain usually. You know, I, I'll often try to say people's names at least three times, you know, in, in the first interaction, because I am very terrible with names. It's not uncommon, but, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I'll be like, well, hello, Brian, nice to meet you. And then during that conversation, right. try to say it again. Try to say their name a few times. And, and, then, and then when mm-hmm. they're leaving, just be like, well, it was nice to meet you. Uh, and then you say know. their name again. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's some things that can help us like lessen um, our anxiety during these interactions, even if they're not just the first time. Uh, it's more about how do I be, how do I kind of like be mindful that what are some things I can do to, to be really like connected to this moment so that should I meet this person again, uh, I can, instead of trying to avoid an uncomfortable situation, which any avoidance increases our anxiety, try to prepare as much as you can and face the the situation. And hopefully if we've prepared, we're able to pull up, you know, and, and do what we need to do. Yet if we're not, then that's where that compassion for ourselves and understanding that I'm only human. Right. Uh, many people that I've met do not remember my name from the, you know, the first time i you know so it's like this is part of human nature and so it's one of those things where our communication in that moment can really help ease the situation and just being honest of i forgot your name or what you know remind me of what your name is and i think another thing that i want people to think about we all retain and store information differently and so there are name people. These are people. That's how they, they can remember dates. They can remember times in history. They can remember phrases and sentences and all of these words. And then there are people who are visual. They remember the face. 
you know, that was the, the most important data was that, that interaction. So they can see them and know that they were important. They remember their face. They can recall them easily, but that the word of the name that's being blocked. Right. So it's kind of like, Hey, that's, that's one of my learning styles. And, uh, I can, I can look at how do I, how do I just be, be more accepting of, of who I am? You know, it's, it's, uh, you've ever tried to read a book, TV playing in the background. It's, it's almost impossible. You know, you really do have to focus on the one, the moment and you're exchanging, you know, reading the book. You really do have to focus on that. And I, I like that mindfulness thing that you're, you're mentioning, you know, like, mm-hmm. don't try to be in 12 different spots when you're, when you're meeting somebody, you know, you want to be in that moment and really put some importance on that exchange. There you go. And I think maybe that's like a big take home message of this is uh, that first impression you're making one, but you're, we're also in that group, every, everybody listening where we are part of the, the group that's making these assumptions in seven seconds about people. So wow. seven yeah, seconds. Like we're thinking only people are doing that to us, yet this is we're human. This data, this is human beings. This is the way we're our mind. Like we we look at each other and it's almost this kind of comparison or how can I relate to you? Uh we look at their clothes, what they're wearing. Uh, the color of their skin. I mean, that's one common thing that I know, like, as I'm, I'm a person of color and my, I, my racial, you know, my, uh, background, it's not very obvious to people. Gosh, and so yes. I know they're thinking, uh, you know, that's, that's part of this impression. They don't know. And sometimes they don't know how to label, you know, who I am. And sometimes I say, I think they end up asking because they don't know how to treat me. Yeah, I get that. Isn't that that's, that's a very common, you know, you get those microaggressions and stuff like that because they, because you're right, you know, being coming from an empathetic side of it, mm-hmm. they don't know where, what our background is. And that's like you said, a little bit sad considering the background, you know, we, we would, we're not very common as like, um, as a average person, yeah. you know, there's yeah. only, there's only 1 million of us strong <laughs> in this country. And, you know, I they're think- not, they're not going to be like, Oh, are you? Yeah. Well, guess you know? what? On that, that's that question or, um, whether we're stating it or not, it's one of those, uh, those visual, um, things that we're trying to understand and make an impression about this person that we're talking to. And we're doing it on visual, a lot of what they present. And so then we have to, we do that, I think, to categorize in some way. How do I respond to this person? The, how would my knowledge of this, this group or this personality or the kind of clothes they're wearing or the brand or the lack of, that then gives us the data to maybe make that impression. And that's where I said that. That, that now it's sad because we're thinking we're, we may be, um, we're making these impressions that have nothing to do with the human nature of the existence of this human being that we're, we're spending this time with. And that's, yeah. between, that's you and I as well. So we're doing the same thing to others. 
we're scanning, we're looking, and then we, you know, right away, you kind of, I guess sometimes I call it energy. Like I, I get an energy, um, you know, where either you're kind of attracted to somebody, you, you like them, whatever, however they presented, or you, you kind of get a, a bit of like a guarded feeling or, and now I'm really want to be, I want us all to be really mindful of how many people are maybe we misjudge, we're, we're not judging fairly, uh, and that we're attached to those judgments. We value our own judgments, even though we make them in such uh, a small amount of time. That's important to have, you know, an idea of a person, you know, with off that first impression, have that idea of them, but don't feel so concrete about that being that who that is, you know, that, like you said, like maybe we misjudge them. But allow your allow them to really show them show you who they are without you putting up those your perception of them, you know not allowing them to show who they really are. Right, right. So I think this is really you know one of those conversations that we're you know I I I hear about this a lot. We talk about this a lot in the 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 world today. Yeah, are we really talking about the importance of this? No. I don't think so. And so this is this is one area where I think our listeners are um hopefully they're doing some exploration, you know, some self-exploration and not just thinking about how other people may be doing this to them, but how we as human this is our nature. This is the way we are reading people. And uh so then I think maybe one thing we can do is challenge ourselves to maybe try to not look for so many external markers and um, really try to, to hone in on maybe some internal, you know, maybe the emotion, the um, the words that they're using, their style of communicating, their um, their their level of uh, just kind of like a back and forth, and then to know that. We may that we likely need much more time with this person to make an official judgment. Take some time with them. Figure out what mm-hmm. they're all about. Mm-hmm. All right. So I think this has been a great conversation. Thanks for checking in. BS first impressions, they definitely matter. Yet that doesn't mean they're accurate. <laughs> <laughs>